Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to all of our viewers. And assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to my guest today, my dear brother Bilal Hafiz. How are you, brother Bilal? Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, yourself? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And so, assalamu alaikum to all the viewers as well. <laughs> mashallah, he's, he's sent out his <laughs> to Make sure you say walaikum salam. So, mashallah, brother Bilal is from the GTA, Greater Toronto area. You can see by his hat. Um, he is uh, into fitness and nutrition. Uh, we've had on other people who are into the same area, but his tagline really catches you, which is, you know, I, I help people lose their biryani belly without giving up their cultural foods. And I was like, I have to have this man on. He teaches <laughs> the secret. He knows the secret. So, mashallah, brother Bilal is a family man. He he does this for a living, fitness and nutrition, which is just amazing. Mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in his mm. household, his income and everything that he's mm. taken an initiative to help people get better, which is just amazing. Mashallah. Um, so brother Bilal is, like I said, he's from the GTA area. Uh, what's it called? So there's an abundance, too much of an abundance of nice daisy food out there. So he really knows the keys of how to not gain the weight and stay fit. So brother Bilal, I, anyone who's been to Toronto knows yeah. that the restaurant scene in Toronto is, uh, is very, very uh, good. And, yeah. and bad in the same way. <laughs> it's really bad for people who like to eat. <laughs> yeah. so, so what's it called? So Brother Bilal, I want to let you introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, you know, my details were very brief, but I really, his introduction and what he tells about himself, why he got into it, it's really great. So Brother Bilal, uh, take it away. Let us know who you are and why you do fitness and nutrition. So where would you like me to start? Start at the beginning? Start at the um, beginning. What I do now. So I got into... Uh, fitness and nutrition about eight to nine years ago, a few years before my daughter was born, just, uh, you know, a little after university. Um, you know, fitness was something I did from the age of maybe 17, 18. Um, and it was always a passion of mine. Uh, but also another passion of mine was trying to find something that could help people. Uh, from when I was young, it was always trying to find ways to be able to help people, even if it was in, uh, you know, all the way back in school days, where if I saw anyone who needed help or was being bullied in any way, it was always the first person to, you know, step in and, and try to help in whatever manner. So for me, it was always kind of there. And something my parents always pushed me towards was always making sure that, you know, you bring a service to others uh, in, in one way or another. Um, so for me, it was always trying to combine those two th things together. So there's a lot of different options out there, but fitness was always something that's always kind of pulled at me. Um, also, it's also something that, you know, within the Muslim community as a whole, um, you know, there is a, a glaring hole uh, there. Uh, so for me, it was trying to make sure that I can help bridge that gap. Um, the knowledge and everything else that I had acquired, uh, the courses, um, you know, what I did in university and everything else along with that, um, how can I uh, help bridge that gap? So it's kind of what geared me towards it. Uh, you know, originally I started off working in a big commercial gym, you know, ga uh, gained a lot of knowledge and got a chance to work with some of the top trainers uh, throughout North mm -hmm. America. Uh, from there, uh, getting the right mentorship and courses and so forth in that process, alhamdulillah, had a huge effect on, you know, for me to be able to learn how to be able to then help people uh, to see results. And then from there, my goal was, okay, now I need to start something that helps and works at the Muslim community. Because, again, there is that glaring hole that does exist. And inshallah, you know, the goal is for myself and then my wife, Nutrition by Naz on Instagram, uh, Nazima, to help try to fill as much as possible. So for us, we, we started a company called The Healthy Muslims. 
we have uh, we even co-authored a book called The Healthy Ramadan Guide. Our, you know, our website, thehealthymuslims.com. Uh, you can follow our social media, Stronger with Bilal and Shushma Naz. Our goal is always or, um, focused on trying to find ways to make things easier for me, for people to be following. Right? There's no extreme diets. There's no like cutting out entire food groups. It, it's about being realistic. Right? It's about making sure that there's something there that um, uh, where you know you don't feel like you have to turn your life upside down. Right. And I think that's the one biggest thing is that people think that being fit or being healthy is, oh, I'm going to do this for 10 weeks and then that's it. I'm going to lose weight and then I'm free. You know, it's like I'm going to throw my hands in the air and that's it. You know, I'm done. No, it's it's a lifelong journey. It's something that, you know, you will always continue doing. It's like going for regular oil changes. You know, a car doesn't one day just go for an oil change. And let, I'm done. No, you got to always make sure you're maintaining, always keep making sure that everything is in place that should be uh, there. So it's the same way with making sure that, you know, we're taking care of the, you know, our bodies and imana, right? We only get one on top of that, right? There's no, <laughs> there's no replacements for things, right? Uh, you can't run from it. So you got to make sure that you do your best toward it. So for us, it's always making sure, okay, what can we do to make things easier, um, right? Because a lot of uh, nutritionists and fitness experts and so forth that are out there that are really good at what they do, but they're really good for more of a Western mindset. Right for more of the Western culture, they don't necessarily You're have right. more of the Muslim cultures in mind. So for us, we understand on the, on the knowledge, uh, but then we can speak the language, right? Uh, not necessarily um, uh, literally, but I mean speaking to Muslims, understanding what they go through, right? So for example, the how to be able to go to Ramadan, right? How to be able to prepare for Ramadan, right? So for us, we co-authored a book called the Healthy Ramadan Guide, uh, you know, to be able to help provide recipes and workouts and, you know, mobility and stretching. And for example, there's a part in there to help with Rawi when, you know, people have lower back pain and feet pain and okay, how to be able to wow. manage really? right? And that's, well, that's, that's being a Muslim, right? Yeah, those aren't issues that other people go through. It's issues that yeah. Muslims go through, right? So for us, it's about making sure that we're tackling Muslim uh, issues and, and issues that we have, not issues in a bad way, but like, um, you know, uh, challenges that we have. Challenges uh, that we got yeah. yeah right uh, and not necessarily obviously in a bad way but they're you know it's there it's true when you stand for a longer period of time and you're not used to it uh like for example it's not something we're reading uh, all throughout the year you know our feet start to hurt our lower back starts to hurt okay so then what are we doing how are we being able to help it right uh, if you ask someone who isn't a part of the community their response would probably be like ah maybe you should just you know avoid it if you can uh, and if you can't then well you know just fight through it for 30 days well no, because you want to try to maximize your time, right? Um, if you want to sit and, and read the Quran for a longer period of time, you know, you don't want to get up in 10, you want to try to read as much as you can, right? So, okay, how are you going to sit on the floor longer, right? Mm. Uh, same thing with, you know, our day-to-day -day when, you know, we usually Muslims, you know, we have, we're very communal, right? Our, our tradition is one of that is very communal, right? So, yeah. okay, how do we uh, navigate those challenges, right? How do we be able to get around? So for us, it's making sure we're able to make things as easier and then speak that same language as well. That's that's amazing. You know, actually, past few days, I gave a Jumma this past week, and we were talking about creating community for our kids because the struggles and challenges our kids go through are not, they're unique to our communities, Muslim communities. And when we're with the Western people from the Western mindset, you know, Caucasian, African American, whatever you want to call them, they don't go through the same struggles and the same issues our, our children go through. So it, it relates back to how you're talking about our nutrition, our health and wellness is not the same way because our diets are not the same. The way we live is not the same. It's all different. 
Um, so alhamdulillah, it's, it's amazing that you and your wife have gone through so much and you guys have created this whole program specifically geared for Muslims. It's, it's just amazing. And one of the things which I was highlighting was there's a lack of uh, medical professionals, female medical professionals in our Muslim communities, um, may it be OBGYN, may it be a pediatrician. And it, and it really goes back to the fact that we need those sisters in those professions because they're, if it's a Muslim sister who's an OBGYN or a Muslim sister who's a, a pediatrician, she can understand and explain to our younger sisters or sisters who are going through pregnancy or other issues of how to deal with those. So having Muslim nutritionists like your wife and Muslim male nutritionists like yourself, you can really help us. Now, now the real question is, how do I get rid of the biryani belly without giving up biryani? You got to answer this one. <laughs> okay. So to keep it simple, yeah. right? So the first thing you always want to keep in mind is that uh, people look at nutrition as, um, you know, something that where you have to turn your life upside down, right? That you have to transform your life uh, to fit fitness and nutrition. When in reality, that's not the case, right? And that shouldn't be the case, right? You shouldn't be miserable when you're trying to become healthier, right? You shouldn't be hating it, <laughs> right? It should be a journey which you enjoy. Now, um also when it comes to nutrition it's not just about one day it's not just about one meal it's about what you're doing throughout the week right and then from there you progress right so if you have biryani you say once a week that's not going to have harm it's not going to have a harmful effect on you right but if it's something you're having every single day then it's a different conversation right and i think that's where a lot of times people um they start to find it very difficult and they have a tough time staying on track is because they start to be like, oh, but I can't have, um, you know, all these uh, different type of foods that I want to be able to have. The problem is that it's not that you can't have it. It's just that, yeah, you do have to limit it. It is true. You can't have it every single day. Right. But I don't think you need anyone who's an expert in fitness or nutrition to tell you that's probably not a good thing every single day. Right. That's you don't need to have a medical degree nor a, a master's in nutrition uh, and be a registered dietitian um, like my wife and 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 uh, figure out, OK, that's probably not the best thing to be having every single day. Right. Um, so that's one thing to kind of keep in mind. It doesn't mean that you can't ever have it. Right. It's just the one thing I found that. Uh, when we have that mindset that, hey, we can have it once a week, you start to appreciate it more, right? Uh, you actually start to enjoy. A lot of times when I talk to people, they're like, yeah, this is just what I ate. But I'm like, biryani is something that you should be enjoying, right? It is something that's supposed to be uh, something that you have once in a while, technically, right? But even once a week is is not once in a while. It's once a week, right? Once in a while would be a few every few months or so forth, right? Yeah. So that's the same thing as, you know, it allows that level of appreciation. Right. You're able to enjoy it without guilt. And that's one thing. Um, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I had this. And they're like, oh, but, you know, I feel bad and I shouldn't have had it. I'm like, but then why are you putting yourself through that? Right. Why not enjoy the process? Right. Why not enjoy and appreciate the food that's being put in front of you? Right. Uh, without having you to feel guilty about what you're eating. But if you have it portioned out, if you understand when to be able to have it, then you're able to enjoy your food. Like you myself, I love cheesecake. I love desserts. Um, you know, I love you know, big, uh, I have a big sweet tooth. Um, and then I love- Bro, You're talking biryani. my language now. You're talking my language. <laughs> but even like, uh, you know, uh, biryani and so forth. Like my mom, uh, I'm like every other, uh, you know, brown person, a brown guy out there who says my mom's biryani is the best biryani in the world. Uh, you know, I still have it once a week, uh, you know, every Saturday night when we go to my, my, my parents' house. So, it, you know, it's the first thing I have, right? 
it doesn't mean that I'm not taking care of myself throughout the week. It doesn't mean that I'm not working out. It doesn't mean that I'm not eating healthy throughout the week. But one meal won't destroy your entire nutrition. It won't destroy destroy your entire health. It's just you have to put everything into context. Mashallah. Yeah, no, this guy, if you go on his Instagram page, you'll see he's no joke. Right now he's dressed very modestly, but alhamdulillah, you can see you can see he's putting in the work. Um, oh, my daughter's made me dress like this. Don't worry. Okay, that's you know. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, my wife can't even convince me to dress better, but my daughter's, yeah, definitely. Otherwise, for me, it's hoodie and, and track pants all day long. Oh, yeah, you got to pull the hoodie off. Um, <laughs> that's the now, how do we encourage a healthy lifestyle in the Desi community? We eat foods which are rich in taste and flavor, um, but... A lot of times we add so much, you know, tail and other things like that, which may really jeopardize our health long term, you know. So yeah. what is what is some advice in regards to that? So the reason why food tastes good is because mm -hmm. we've taken the time to understand mm -hmm. how to make it taste good. Okay. Right. So regardless if something is healthier or if it's unhealthy, right, mm -hmm. you have to take the time to make it taste good. So for example, I love cheesecake, but if I made cheesecake, it would be absolutely disgusting <laughs> and you would not eat it, <laughs> right? Now, if someone who knows how to make cheesecake really well makes it, it would be amazing, right? It's the same like biryani. If I made biryani, it'd be, it would not be something you'd want to eat, <laughs> right? Uh, because it wouldn't taste good. I'm not known for, you know, making that. Uh, he has that a low of opinion of his cooking skills. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a fact. It's not an opinion. <laughs> opinion is, goes both ways. Even my daughters, they they absolutely love me, and but even they would admit, okay, yeah, don't 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 make any. Wait, what do they but call I still you? cook. What I do they cook. call you? Abu? Uh, dad, dad, dad. Dad. They're like, dad, dad, don't cook, please. Yeah. No, no, I can still cook, but just not biryani and cheesecake. Okay, no, no biryani. Okay. Do. Yeah, I can still cook other stuff, and I still do pretty often, but okay. not. Uh, there's certain things I, I stay away from. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is that. Or how much time are we honestly spending on making sure that things that are healthier, right, are healthy? So, for example, if you go on our website, thehealthymuscles.com, you'll see lots of recipes that have uh, our daisy flavors and daisy uh, dishes and so forth. But they are transformed a little bit, but they're minus the oil, right? They're minus mm -hmm. uh, the increase of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates aren't bad. It's just the increase that we have in the portions uh, and so forth that we're having. Right. And the amount of food that we're taking in and uh, and the amount of calories that we're then putting into a food that, that a lot of times is unnecessary, even for that food to taste good. Right. So and all the times that's the biggest thing is just making sure that we are taking a little bit of time to try different recipes that like for me, like I'm a very uh, I'm a big spice eater. Right. Like I can handle a lot of spice. Um, it's probably the most Pakistani thing about me is the amount of spice I can eat. Um, so that's the one thing is for me is uh, my food needs to be spicy. Right. So my wife, uh, being a registered dietitian, even then still make sure that my food is very spicy. Right. And most people wouldn't be able to handle it, but it's something that actually I'm able to handle perfectly fine and actually function really well on it. But again, it's making sure that those recipes and the flavor profile, like salt, pepper, um, doesn't uh, weigh anything on calories. Right. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with like, you know, if you look at a lot of these like um, uh, if you look at a lot of the spices that are out there, there's zero calories, right? So you can work around it, but you have to make sure you find the right recipe, right? Obviously, it doesn't mean that you go uh, overboard on the salt because you still have to be mindful, but that doesn't mean that you have to eliminate it, right? You still have, right? You can still make sure it's in there. You just have to make sure. And then finding the right recipes. If you find the right recipes, you'll be completely shocked. And that's the one thing I found even, um, for example, my mom is very traditional, Pakistani, uh, you know, uh, a mom. Uh, 
traditional Pakistani uh, dishes and so forth. But, you know, the last few years, we've seen a huge change in where she started to try a lot more of my wife's dishes where she's like, oh, this mm. is not bad. And then she'll add her own touch to it, but it still stays within the healthier realm, right? It's still, you know, relatively healthy. It still has, you know, still following the right principles in place. And and you see the effects that it has on the family, right? So for us, it's never for us pressuring and telling other people, this is what you should be doing. It's just follow by example, uh, sorry, lead by example. And, people, and you start to see the difference in the family and, and you start to see them start changing certain things because they understand that, hey, we don't necessarily need as much oil as we're putting into our foods. Um, you're actually taking away from the flavor most of the time when you're doing that because you're just, you know, you're buying as well just uh, pour a bottle of olive oil in a bowl and grab a piece of naan and just that's basically what you're doing at one point I, you know, <laughs> after a while uh, you're, you're speaking so much truth it's it's amazing <laughs> so much I well that's it. what i've said right uh, understanding the language and being able to bridge the gap right yeah because you want people to enjoy themselves right like yeah. Uh, the problem is it's the mentality that we have towards fitness and nutrition right it's like oh i'm going on a diet why are you going on a diet i don't diet i don't i don't go on a diet I just yeah. live my life, right? Yeah. I just I've made healthier choices, and then I've made it into a lifestyle, right? So I understand what I'm, you know, my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, my snacks. Like I understand that that's what I turn to, right? So for example, um, I just had a son. So for us, we haven't been meal prepping much a lot. Much. We haven't been planning our meals uh, as much. But then when I'm cooking, my go-to is healthier options because I've taken the time to make healthier meals over the years that have become easy for me, right? So for most people, it becomes difficult because they haven't taken the time to make a lot of those dishes or healthier options. So they it because it takes longer, right? Like if we ask uh, someone who cooks regularly, uh, say it's unhealthier, and ask them to make something in like 10, 15 minutes, they can make food, but it'll be unhealthier. But if you ask them to make something healthier they're not used to, it'll take them 30, 40 minutes. Now, if you're on a time crunch, what are you more, more likely going to make? Something that you're used to. It just turns out that what you're used to is unhealthier. So if you could take the time to get used to making healthier foods that taste good, then your go-to will always be those options, right? And then it becomes easier in that way. You're not feeling like, oh, I got to you know do this, I got to do that. It becomes tougher. It's such a, you know, it doesn't become a mission in that sense, right? It's not something where you're like, oh, I'm going through something. No, you're living something. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very true. It's very true. Um, because I, I remember my mom, Allah subhanahu wa bless her with Jannah. When mm -hmm. she was alive, I would, you know, I, I would be like, I'm not eating this. This is, you know, I'm trying to avoid this. I'm trying to lose weight and stuff like that. She's like, she'd always be like, but like one of the things i did last year so i have acid reflux really bad acid reflux so i have to maintain my weight you know if i get if my weight gets too high it gets bad so i have to maintain my weight and then last year i started walking COVID had started, was getting bored at home, couldn't go to the gym, so I started walking. And uh, and it's been a few years since I regularly went to the gym, but what's it called? I go here and there. But, like, I started walking, and I was walking every single day. I would walk two, two and a half miles, put my son into the stroller, and go walking. I would walk from my house to my business. It's a mile, mile and a quarter sometimes, uh, depending on, you know, which way I go. Um, and I would get that walk in two, two and a half miles. And over the course of, from July 4th, which is Independence Day. That's the first day I started walking. To October, the second week, I lost like 20, 22 pounds. And oh, it was just, I was eating the same stuff. I was still eating my sweets, but I was like so skinny compared to what I am now. And I was just, you know, everything was going right. Yeah. Um, this year I started getting back into walking. I was walking, but it's just so busy. I couldn't keep doing it. 
And I, I think a lot of us for a lot of times, they see families and our schedules are so hectic. We're not able to fit in time to work out properly. What, what would be some advice to what is it something to do we can add into maybe our schedule? So it's the same, same, same principle when it comes to nutrition. Uh, okay. Keep it simple. Right. Okay. Um, and don't overcomplicate it. So, for example, okay. like something like walking, um, yeah. it is by far one of the best exercises you can do. And it doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot from you. Right. And it's actually great. Um, so working out in general, um, you know, there's a misconception that it's oh, it's you know, bodybuilding. You're trying to be big muscles or anything. No. Yeah. Yes, you do want to get stronger, but it's not necessarily to get stronger for you know lifting super heavy weight. But instead, you're trying to improve the demand that you put on your body every day. Right. So, for example, being able to pick up bags, being able to pick up the kids, uh, being able to carry stuff, uh, you know, moving a chair from one place to another, just making those exercises every single day easier. Right. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing about making sure that you're getting stronger. Walking obviously has a huge effect on your cardiovascular health. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's going to burn fat. It's going to burn calories. It's going to have a significant impact on our overall health. Right. Working out as a whole decreases so many chances of so many illnesses and and health issues that are out there because you're just taking care and you're putting your body to use and putting your body to work and it has such a, a significant impact. Right. The easiest thing, I, the simplest thing to always look at is what uh, on a minimum you need three days a week. Okay. In those three days, you need about an hour. Okay. So that's 168 hours in a week, 168, I think around, right? You're only required to do maybe do three hours of a workout, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So when you look at it that way, it's like, oh, just three hours. And even then you could do 45 minutes, yeah. right? Generally, people have that time, three 45 minute sessions an entire week, right? So the yeah. entire 168 hours, you're actually required to do less than maybe two and a half hours out of 168 hours, right? So instead of letting it overwhelm you, you're like, oh, you know, I got to be three, four times, five times. No, you don't, right? If you do three times and then every other day you're going for a 10 minute walk, a 15 minute walk, right? Just raising your level of physical activity, starting somewhere simply. And even if you need to start off with just twice a week, it's still better than not doing anything, yeah. right? It's still better than when you weren't doing anything else. But the problem is people try to go from, uh, they try to go to extremes. They're like, oh, no, I'm gonna start going five times a week. And then you burn out and you last maybe five, six weeks. And you're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Keep it simple, right? Start somewhere, right? The goal is, remember, uh, we're uh, taking care of ourselves is never going to end, right? Yeah. Until the day we die, it's never going to end. It's never yeah. going to be a point where it's like, oh, I'm done. That's it. I'm just going to always be in shape and just be healthy. I can eat whatever. No, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, it goes all the opposite. We have to start taking care of ourselves even more <laughs> as we get yeah. older, as we age. You know, and, uh, For example, as you get closer to the age of 40 and past, your muscle starts to break down at a faster rate. Mm-hmm. So now you have to preserve that muscle because it's important to keeping your joints safe, your your muscles, uh, sorry, your bones and your organs and so forth healthy and strong. Uh, your muscles need to be strong to be able to do that, right? It's one of the reasons why um, you know elders get hurt is because it's not because, uh, not even because, because their bones, is, it's because they don't have the strength in their muscles to be able to withstand the pressure that they're going to be applying to themselves right so for example if me and you fall down we'll be okay but if an elder fell down it could be life and death right mm-hmm. so it's important to make sure that we continue to keep improving and working on those aspects of because for me i always think about is i'm not working out for myself i'm working out for my kids right because mm-hmm. i want to be able to play with them well into my 40s and 50s and 60s i want to be able to move i don't want anyone to ever have to say oh i gotta take care of them right i, I want to be able to say no i'm the left Inshallah, I'm good. I can do my own. Like, you know, I got me and my wife and we're good. <laughs> you guys yeah, take care of yourselves and, you know, but, and that's the biggest thing, right? So to keep it simple, pick three days in a week, whatever days it are. So if you have say Monday and then you have say Thursday, right? And then you say you do Saturday, 
right? So yeah. for example, if you're working, say nine to five, you get off at say five or like, all right, uh, as soon as you get home or you go straight to the gym, you do 45 minutes on the clock, you put a timer on. And then as soon as the fire, 25 minutes done, you're home, you're home by inshallah by like 630 or so forth. That's only on Monday and Thursdays. And then you're done. from there, Saturday, say, uh, you know, you know, you have planned with, um, you know, you're going to meet the family in the evening. All right, 12 p.m. I'm going to work out, all right? No one's expecting much from you because they know in the evening you're going to be doing stuff. 45 minutes, and then after that, you have the rest of your Saturday to you, right? And it's spaced out where you have enough time to recover. From there, even if you do 10-minute walks here and there, you have more than enough time uh, that you're able to get everything else done, but you're not turning your life upside down, right? You're not expecting yeah. your entire life to be put on pause, right? Alhamdulillah, for the most part, most people live good lives, right? You're not looking to disturb it. You're just looking to improve it. And the way you're going to improve it is making sure that you find small little time slots that you can fit in your fitness and your nutrition into it. And then from there, it becomes a lot easier because then uh, you're simplified it and you're able to follow a process, right? And then you're able to keep yourself accountable. It's like, oh, what day is today? Today is the day I work out. Oh, Thursday comes up. Oh, what day is it? Today is the day I work out, right? And then so obviously to examples, you have to go based on your own schedule and what's going to work for you, what days would work better for you. But easy simple to follow and you don't have to think to and you can work out at home too you don't need machines you don't need complicated uh stuff um if you have access to it that's great if you don't that's perfectly fine right keep it simple uh work out at home body weight exercises are amazing as well uh, you know i have a lot of stuff on my social media that you can follow if you need uh, ideas and tips on stuff that you can do at home without any equipment whatsoever again just keeping it simple and just starting right take a month where you just start and you start doing stuff and you start seeing huge results over time like you did right you started walking slowly yeah. and then you built up to it and you started working started walking to work and then look how much alhamdulillah like and you weren't even doing anything complicated all you were doing was just one foot one foot one yeah. foot one foot and then alhamdulillah look look at the results you got right and you didn't follow any crazy extreme diet you didn't do anything now imagine if you did a little bit of, not any crazy extreme but imagine if you just started following your nutrition a little bit you yeah. know a little bit and you continue doing that, you know, Allah Alam, like what you would have achieved. Yeah. So like, uh, like I just started three weeks ago. Um, my daughter, she's three months now, Alhamdulillah. So she wakes up at like 7.30, you know, 7.30. After Fajr, she's up. And she, she doesn't want to drink milk. She doesn't want to play. Well, no, she wants to talk. So, you know, she's just getting, yeah, laying there babbling. So what I've done every day is... Should have brought her on the podcast. I should have brought her on the podcast. <laughs> My son used to be a guest host, but not anymore. <laughs> he used to be beating me with a, a badminton racket and throwing toys at me and stuff like that. Um, but what's it called? Uh, so she wakes up every day now for the past three weeks. Eight o'clock, I'll get down. I'll do you know some push-ups, some sit-ups, some this exercise, some that exercise. I have a routine now. Um, there's four or five, set, you know, four or five different exercises. I go through, you know, five sets, 10, 10 reps or 20 reps, depending on what it is. And, you know, I've done it in the past. And it, and it after about two months or three months, if you're doing it consistently, you start seeing great results. But it's just getting into that consistent mode um, with Desi family functions and things like that going on. But like you said, one of the things which I really like, which you emphasize is you're like three times a week at least. Um, so inshallah, I'll continue to try to do it at least three times a week. So I don't fall off of that because what happens is if I miss one or two days here and there, I'm like, oh man, but three days a week, at least, you know, inshallah, I'll keep that going. Yeah. And you know, one thing that you said about, uh, they see functions and, and parties and events and weddings, yeah. um, they don't happen every single week. Yeah. Right. So for example, in a month, maybe you have two, yeah. 
right? like yeah. actual huge big events yeah right but the thing is like for some of weddings weddings is a perfect yeah. example right i yeah. often get and i have members in uh, in our program and the healthy muscle program often tell us oh you know it's wedding season it's gone yeah. i'm like oh okay i'm like okay so pick three or four random weddings in your head yeah. pick them right yeah. uh okay now uh, you have an idea whose wedding they were you know they'll be like yes oh okay now tell me what the difference in the food was <laughs> and they're all like they'll think they'll think <laughs> they're like oh, nothing really i'm like exactly so pick one out of those weddings where you want to eat properly <laughs> the rest of it keep it simple right and that's the one thing mm -hmm. wedding food never changes it's always the same thing and it doesn't mean that you can't ever eat it right so for example if you are on a journey to try to reach a certain goal so for example if you weigh say um 200 pounds and you're trying to get down to 180 right and you have a wedding that comes up in between right if you don't go all out in that one wedding. Does that mean that the wedding in the future, you won't be able to eat properly or not properly, but eat as much as you want? No. Or make that your cheat meal for the week, right? Yeah. Make it that that week where you, that's what you eat. That's going to be the day that you're going to go all out, right? Yeah. Uh, and then even then you can program it accordingly, right? So maybe eat less. So for example, it was on Saturday night, eat less throughout the day, right? Focus more on veggies and protein. And um, and then you'll have, uh, make sure you try to do a small workout. And then in the evening, then even if you do take in a little bit more calories, then you're okay, because you're still below your daily caloric intake, right? So there's always little things that you could do that still allows you to be able to then enjoy your day, right? So for me, it's the same thing. When I know I have like a really big diet that I'm going to uh, later in the day, then I'm like, okay, I'll go easy on my food for now, because I know I'm going to have all this food available to me afterwards, right? And also, it's a good thing, because it saves food at home, and then you don't have to go groceries. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, that's, that's awesome. But like, these are a lot of things which, like, I don't go to a lot of functions, but if you go to one and for example, there's two or three days of it and you get out of it, then it's like, you're like, Oh man, I missed three days. It's going to be so hard to get back in. And like you're saying, keeping it simple is the key. And yeah. you know, I really, I really appreciate that emphasis on keeping it simple. And same thing, right? So, you know, usually people have those weddings where they're like, Oh, two, three events back to back. Yeah. Right. And you're like, Oh my God, I haven't worked out. And I've just been eating, you know, what basically what one of my clients call seafood diet, you see it and you eat it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's corny, but yeah, that's it's a dad joke. So I'm allowed, yeah. I'm, being a dad, I'm allowed to make those jokes. Um, but uh, that's uh, it's so, you know, and he coined it. So he says, I don't know who coined it, but that's what I heard. From. Uh, yeah. And that's the one thing was, you know, okay, fine. You had those days where you binged for say three, four days. Fine. You had those days. Okay. That's fine. Instead of feeling guilty, find out what you're going to do about it. You know, you could sit in remorse and feel bad about yourself or you can do something about it. Right. Okay. You can move on. All right. Today's a new day. All right. All right. What am I going to do today? Right. Am I going to go back to it? No. And you're probably going to have a little bit of withdrawals because what you've done now is that you've allowed your nuffs to run wild. Right. And your nuffs is going to go crazy. And that's the one thing that I love about nutrition and fitness is it does fight your nuffs. Right. It yeah. does fight your desires to want to eat and do whatever it is that you want. But it's not obviously, you know, understand, OK, do I want to take care of my health or do I want to just eat what I want? Right. And then you have that balance of trying to, you know, go back and forth. But we all know the benefits that come from then getting back on track. Right. And on top of that, not even just from the physical health, but the mental health, the stress, yeah. the spiritual health it has a significant like we've all been there where we have a massive meal and then we stand up for Salah. It is not a great feeling at all when our stomach is full. Yeah. Uh, Thrawi is a perfect example. You know, we're standing there, your stomach is full. You're like, <sighs> that's why if you ever talk to any Hafaz, um, they say they're a super light. Right. They'll have date, water, maybe fruits, but very, very light. After all, we did. <laughs> no, so I, so I'm actually happy. I've led Taravi for like uh, 18, 18 years now. So, oh, so I actually in Ramadan I lose about fifteen pounds. 
the yeah. reason is not only do I not eat after iftar, I, I just between so we go for maghrib every day. So what happens is I only have a three minute window to eat. So I'll eat from the time we break fast, three minutes, then we go to masjid. Um, and then I don't eat afterwards, and I don't eat after tarawih, and that's that's all I have. So yeah. that's the. So what, what would happen if you had a full meal right before uh, right before leaving tarawih? I've never done it, and I can't do it. Exactly, it's, but no one can, right? Yeah. Like because it, not only does it affect your recitation, but it affects your concentration. Yeah, right. You're getting tired, right? So it has an effect. So we always have to keep that in mind as well, right? Islamically, okay, what are we doing, right? Like because it's halal. Right, like yeah. uh, the only time food is haram is during Ramadan, where yeah. you know uh, food and water has now become haram to us. Like that, we have to fast, obviously, if you're yeah. allowed to, right? But uh, you know, it's the only. But outside of the uh, every other time of the year, the food is as long as it's halal, then you know you're allowed to eat it. But then yeah. you know what effect is it having on us overall, right? So uh, that always plays a bigger factor, right? It's not just health related; it's your your mental health has a huge effect on it, right? Uh, you know, you have a huge release in endorphins where it makes you feel better, right? It makes you feel yeah. happier, right? Uh, there's so much research out there showing the effects, uh, the positive effects as on people who will go through depression and loss of stress and mental health um, uh, issues over over their over their lives. Is it has a significant impact on providing a positive um, effect on them. Uh, same thing with our spiritual health right being active you know has a huge effect on being more alert you know has an effect on your memorization has an effect on making sure that you're able to you know complete tasks and focus and concentrate right so all things that it's all tied together right? it's a holistic approach you want to take right it's not just about getting rid of the belly right it's not just about the superficial goals those are good things to have but the great part is as we take care of ourselves right, and we focus with our intention inshallah is you know we were doing it for you know for Allah that all those other things come along with it, right? That's the best part about it is that, you know, you're going to lose the belly then. Then you're going to lose, start losing weight, right? But then you're also getting all this other great stuff along with it, right? And that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of times it's the mindset that we have that we're like, oh, I just want to lose my belly. I don't but look at everything else you're getting along with it, right? You're getting so much more. You're being able to concentrate more. You're being able to memorize more. You're being able to do so much more along with it. You're more active. You're able to accomplish more things in a day. You're not feeling as sluggish. After work is done, you don't want to just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. You actually want to move and do stuff throughout the day, right? Yeah. So, so the benefit is, yes, you take a little bit of time out, right? So say three 45-minute sessions in a week, but it's an investment, Right, you're putting more quality into the time that you're able to then spend with your family. You're able to spend with your kids. Like for me, like I want to be energized when I'm with my kids. When I come home, like when I'm after I'm done work, like I want to spend time with my kids and I want to be there fully attentive and paying yeah. attention and be there for them. Put my phone away, everything. I'm like, I want to be. My, this is your time. Whatever you guys want to do, and. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm a little tired, be sluggish. Oh, just go away right now. You know, I'm, uh, dad has a head. I don't want to do any of that. Like, I want to be there. I want to play with them. I want to build, to build memories and so forth, right? That's taking care of yourself. And that's always going to be the first thing, right? Take care of yourself or you could take care of your family. Yeah, that's that's very true. So what's it called? Um, now I have this one question. Um, one of my family friends, Nida Morton, she's a huge fan of your wife. I wanted to, you know, give her a shout out. She's a huge fan of your wife. She's inspired by your wife. You and your Nida. wife, you guys, what is that? Assalamualaikum, Nida. <laughs> so, she, so one of the things was, this is a question for me. Um, you and your wife, you guys work together. How great is it to work together as a compliment? Because you guys are in the same space. Does it really help you guys work out? Like you can go to her for some something like, oh, hey, how do we do this? And she can come to you like, uh, how do yeah. I assess this? Yeah, like. Our work is uh, directly correlated, right? Um, 
you can't just eat healthy and not work on your body. You can't work on your body and not eat healthy, right? It, they both go together, right? It's it's a marriage, <laughs> literally a marriage uh, for those two things. It's, you can't isolate one without the other. Uh, you need to make sure you have both intact working together. So the same thing with us. You know, she knows her fitness really well as well over the years, especially, you know, working together. Same thing with me. Like I know my nutrition really well. However, she's still the one with the certifications. I'm the one with certification on this side. So for us, we still make sure. And I think and we're really big on that is making sure those who are certified to speak, speak on it. Right. So yeah. uh, and and I think that plays a significant factor. But Alhamdulillah, it's a blessing. You know, it's a gift from Allah that, you know, we're able to, you know, have a marriage where she's a nutrition expert, I'm a fitness expert. And Alhamdulillah, it's worked out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a blessing because. Anything I say nutrition related is approved by her. Anything she says fitness related is then approved by me uh, mm -hmm. in that sense, right? So there's always that certification of you know that, okay, the stamp of approval is always there. That's and there's times when I don't know answers to things and I'll be like, give me a second. And then I'll be like, hey, what's the question to this? And then vice versa, there'll be times when, so like, for example, in the Healthy Muslims, sorry, in our program, um, uh, we have the Healthy Muslims program. So there's often, so what we actually do is we actually segregate uh, amongst women and men. Right. And so I work with all the men when it comes to uh, everything that we have. And then she works with all, all the females. However, there's times when it's interlaps, obviously, because I'm still building the workout programs for the women. She's still building the, the meal plans and so forth for the men. There's still obviously a, a interlap, making sure that, you know, everything's still functioning well and, and things are still going well on both ends. But there's times when clients have more in-depth questions, right, that isn't so obvious. Uh, so and then and in those situations when then we step in to make sure okay hey, this is what you need to do so for example if i have clients uh if there's female clients who have lower back pain right or their postpartum a lot of times uh you know even doing something simple as a plank especially if you've gone through like a c-section you can't do a regular plank it's not good for you it can actually cause significant harm so now what do you do what exercises are you should be doing what what form of workouts should you be focusing on so then that's where you know i would step in and make sure okay everything's still working properly everything's still going in place same thing on the meal plan if you have someone who's diabetic that has to be on a very strict regimen obviously she's going to be making sure that everything is in place so that's one way that we're always even with our with all our clients and our members in our programs is making sure that uh you know everything works more co cohesively uh together and alhamdulillah it's it's been very positive so far alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah. I mean, it's the essence of our religion, you know, Straight Pad Podcast being obviously a, a spiritual and religious podcast for Muslims, um, that learning from each other should never be seen as a negative thing, whether it's learning from somebody younger, somebody older, a female from a man, a man from a female, whatever it is. Because, you know, even from you look in the stories of our pious predecessors like Imam Abu Hanifa, rahmatullahi, about, you know, he wanted to find out about the Messiah of women and he asked, you know, the cleaning lady that you know how does this happen and he wanted to find out that when does a dog get into um puberty and so he asked the man who was like you know uh, the cleaner he asked him because he would know the jamadar he asked him and he considered him from that day forward he would respect him and stand in front of him because he said this is my teacher so it's never like a belittling thing asking anybody for any advice and it's it's amazing and beautiful that you and your wife are able to work with each other and help people out this way um mashallah it's just amazing so so also uh, yeah, also ahead. a lot of wisdom on how we should treat our teachers as well yeah. within that so alhamdulillah 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 but definitely definitely so now give us some parting <laughs> advice i want to hear you you must have you've given me a lot of great information for myself and you know i've taken all the <laughs> that's what this was for right like all right I, I need to do an assessment so uh just don't call them for a podcast and i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> sure why not whatever works <laughs> yeah. 
So what's it yeah. called? Give us some, give us some good, you know, give us some good parting advice of how we can improve our lives. I know you've said, keep it simple. If that's what it is, I don't care. You know, give us some parting advice. We got to get something good out of you. We, everything else was good. We got to get the best for last. Oh, the best for last. So first and foremost, where you always want to make sure you start is uh -huh. pen and paper uh, mm -hmm. or laptop or whatever, whatever works for someone and write down your schedule. Okay. Write down your entire routine for that schedule, uh, for your week, for example, right? So uh, uh, whatever day of the week that this is released, look at your schedule starting, say, Sunday or Monday. And look at your entire week and how it is scheduled and when you are doing what, right? Most people's challenge isn't time. It's the competition of making sure you turn off Netflix, making sure you turn off the TV a little bit more, right? That's the biggest competition, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, where am I delegating most of my time, right? Because a lot of, because the biggest challenge most people have, or the biggest uh, excuse um, that we get from people, is like, oh, I just don't have time. Uh, yes, 99% of people do. You, you really, really do. It's just how you're allocating your time. Where, what are you doing to then? So like I said, three days out of the, not even three days, three 45 minute sessions, put a timer on to just start. Focus on the first few weeks. From there, you know, figure out, okay, what is my, when am I gonna start preparing my meals? The reason why people turn to unhealthier options is because they don't have meals prepared or at least uh, an idea. So for example, if you enjoy cooking dinner, right? If you don't know what to cook, then you're just going to cook what comes easy to you. But if you already have it written down, then you know, oh, I'm cooking tonight. Oh, I already have the recipe that I want planned out for tonight. Or if you don't like cooking every night uh, and you like having leftovers, like I actually enjoy leftovers. I actually like meal prepping because it's easy, you know, yeah. for the entire family, we don't have to spend so much time. We just, you know, warm it up and we're good to go. You know, I right, find out what day of the week that you're going to spend a few more, a few hours, but then you have the rest of the week free to you. Right. So from there, you have you make sure your time, you make sure you're okay, the workouts are your, when you're gonna be working out. Okay, how am I gonna be planning my meals? And then from there, okay, what's gonna keep you accountable? Right. Because you did all that. Okay, but now how are you gonna stay accountable? So then making sure that you have a system in place. And that's one of the reasons why you know so many of our members and clients see alhamdulillah such great results, is because they have that accountability in place. Right. So now what are you going to do to help keep you accountable? Right. Uh, if you want to come work with us, you know, send us, send myself or my wife a message. And inshallah, maybe, uh, you know, we can set up a call if we're a good fit. Uh, if you have a friend that you want to go to the gym with, uh, if you have, you know, a spouse that you want to work out with and then you're able to kind of work off each other. Uh, if you set a routine with your kids. So when there's a time that you want to spend your kids, they don't know the difference between you working out and playing. So you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go play sports. We're going to go run around. We're going to be yeah. more physically active. So your time with your kids is physically active, right? Where you're doing something active, where you're running around chasing them. And you know you're going to get more tired before. Even myself, being an expert in fitness and working out, I still get tired before my kids. Alhamdulillah, kids' energy will never be matched, right? That's the one thing. I'm like, I have, they, like, even then, I'm like, I have to tap out before they do. And that's the one thing is that, you know, Again, obviously, like I've said many times, you know, keeping it simple, but at the same time, having something there to keep you accountable. Because, you know, if you're going to be depending on your kids, your kids will always remind you. If you tell your kids one thing that, hey, we're going somewhere, they will remind you. When are we going? When are we going? Are we going there? Are we going now? <laughs> right? So that. Or if it's a friend, if it's a spouse, or if it's a program, or if it's something that keeps you accountable, that makes sure that you're there. Right? And then combining those things together will have a significant Because then it creates a system. 
right? It creates something because then it's not just free flowing. It's not just because it adds more stress, right? We already have enough to think about throughout the day. We have or we already have enough that we're doing throughout the day. You want to have less decisions to make. You want to make sure that it's already planned out. When am I working out? Monday, Thursday, Saturday. Done. I don't think about it. Right. Uh, the wife knows today's Monday. Uh, he's going to work tonight. Uh, sorry, he's going to go work out and then come home and you'll be home by six, six, 15 instead of coming home at, say, five fifteen or five o'clock. Right. He's yeah. coming home at this time tonight. Oh, OK, perfect. It's scheduled in. Done. Right. Uh, what's the food tonight? Oh, perfect. We already have uh, our meal plan set up because we already knew the recipe. We already knew what we we're going to have. Oh, we have to warm it up. Perfect. It's done. You don't. it's less stress, less things you have to worry about. And it creates a system. And then you have those moments where you fall because you will fall. It's perfectly normal. Even everyone goes through it, and there's nothing, nothing be wrong, nothing bad about it. Don't ever feel bad because you fell or because you know you ate something you uh, that wasn't a part of it. It's perfectly fine. Just get back up, right? Just put your feet down, push on the ground, stand back up, get back on it. Don't don't feel bad about it. Don't regret it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. It's perfectly normal. Everyone goes through it. Just get back up and keep going. And now have, making sure there's something there to keep you accountable, something there that will help you stay on track, right? Um, if it's a friend, family member, spouse, you know, a program, uh, whatever it is that you need, something that will help you stay on track to then build those habits and, and build that consistency because consistency is always going to be like motivation will come and go motivation is like a little spark it might get you going but it'll never keep uh, the results long term it's consistency right you can i you can put together the greatest trainers in the world um i can sit down with the greatest trainers in the world and put together the greatest workout program in the world if you don't follow it doesn't do anything yeah right that's so true. consistency will always be key that's that's very true subhanallah that was a great that was a great ending piece now i do have a question <laughs> do you play badminton no not really no. i have uh in in the past of course school okay. and a few times with friends but not uh, okay. i'm more Bad of a hockey and football guy but badminton badminton burns a good bit of calories though, it is it? no it's a great sport i don't yeah. know uh squash i actually started playing uh, a little while back i don't play it often. Tough, man. it's just i don't have uh, it's more uh, available uh, accessibility I, don't, I really don't like i don't i don't know anyone who plays badminton much like squash uh because uh, one of the gyms that i go to has a squash courts okay. uh so a, a friend of mine you know we've played here and there uh which is also again a great i think yeah. i actually enjoyed badminton but again it's more um accessibility there's uh, there's some uncles out in markham that play if you ever want to get beat i hear they're really competitive <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's a it's a drive for me but i don't know if i want to drive to take an l i don't know if i want to <laughs> drive to lose but, if you told me to have a drive and then i might have a chance to win i might do that yeah. but i don't know about taking no an L's my my uncle <laughs> my uncle and them they i think they play every tuesday or something like that for like hours on end um wow, so what what is what is your favorite grocery store in the gta sorry say that again favorite grocery store Favorite grocery store? Yeah, uh, I don't it, have one. If it's not no frills, you you know, there's no point. Uh, I I don't really have a favorite grocery store to be honest with you. Um, uh, it depends on which one has a smaller line, <laughs> honestly. And like some, uh, uh, because the, even the big chains uh, yeah. depends on which ones you go to. Like some yeah. are better taken care of because they're all owned by separate people yeah, who yeah. work within the franchise so then it just comes like i've been to some like no frills like you said that are really well run and then i've been to some that aren't uh well run so uh there's really none that are it just it depends on does it have what you're looking for i, uh, I, I like to bother my cousins about no frills it's like you know 
the most desi grocery store you want to go to oh no no, no. there's there's another one uh in brampton it's uh, so the company is called fresh co fresh okay. company right uh so in brampton where i'm from uh what they actually opened up called chalo fresco really <laughs> yeah and this place if you walk in there is legit desi like it okay. is like uh they have entire aisles they have an entire uh so they have a, a mini restaurant in there which is like a samosa uh so uh it, it's run by a, a restaurant called samosa factory um, really? and wow. it's it's full-on like yeah like every desi type food that you can think of and so forth so yeah it's uh so there i have that beat on that one uh, i think they're opening up uh, multiple locations too now which because okay. it's again there's so there's lots of daisies in, in the, the greater toronto area so yeah uh, yeah so that's <laughs> so if you ever want a daisy store that's literally a store called jello fresh Co, so, jello. <laughs> which is run by a major fr uh, franchisee co organization or company corporate yeah uh jazakallah for your time brother bilal i know you were out and about you're taking care of some you know family enjoyment time i really appreciate you giving me the time for this um and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in your business and put barakah in your health i mean jazakallah for having me inshallah we get to do this again in the future keep me in your and anyone who wants to uh message me or my wife nutrition by naz is my wife on uh, instagram myself is stronger with bilal or if you want to email us info at the healthy muslims.com or our website the healthy muslims.com yeah inshallah they're they're good people they they reply as soon as they can i know they're busy with their business and stuff like that but they reply as soon as they can so don't feel shy reach out to them inshallah jazakallah brother bilal i mean assalamu alaikum